so welcome to the first episode of Everyday Yoga. Uh, it's me, Brendan Murphy here. Um, I'm a yoga teacher. I am also studying part-time for a uh, psychology degree. Um, really only touched on the very, very beginnings of psychology. And um, so I'm going to incorporate a little bit of that into this, what I'm talking about in Everyday Yoga and how we can use... Uh, yoga every day, right? And and it's kind of like essentially trying to make it accessible for for people maybe who don't think that yoga is for them or aren't sure that it's for them or even if you do love yoga already, hopefully you'll you'll get something from what I'm going to talk about. Anyway, let me get into it. So basically what I've decided to do with this podcast, at least for now, it might develop into something else, is just to first of all grab one of my books on yoga and flick it open at a page, see what comes up and then kind of go from there. So if I've started off doing that and I've made a few notes on a few things that I wanted to talk about with you uh, today. And um, so let me just tell you, the first book that I flicked open is a book called Power Yoga by Beryl Bender Birch. And it was printed in uh, 2002. I think it was originally published in 1995. But anyway, uh, on page 62 of the book, um, she is, Beryl is describing, um, that she, how she was struggling. So she says, there I was struggling with extended hand to toe pose, still feeling sorry for myself and looking around to see how everybody else was doing. All of a sudden I heard Tom's, her husband, who was teaching the class, uh, she heard Tom's voice ring out. Don't look around to see where everyone else is at. It won't help. I realized in a flash that that was true about everything in life. I felt so much better. Now I know why I love this yoga so much. She said earlier, I had been feeling sort of sorry for myself, wondering why everyone else got to be married and have children except me. Um, so yeah, that got me thinking, you know, looking around to compare yourself to others won't help. And I think that that's a big part of what yoga is about as well. If we're talking about taking our attention inwards and not comparing ourselves to other people and it got me thinking also about, um, you know, the connection between looking around at other people and comparing and, well, social media pervades our lives every day, doesn't it? And you look around on, you know, places like Instagram and stuff and you see people, you know, quote unquote, living their best lives and just wonder how kind of helpful that is. Um, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm studying um, for a psychology degree at the moment through the, uh, the Open University and, you know, it, it's only done the first module of that. And so the first module is the introduction to social sciences and that includes um, sociology, there's some social psychology in there, there's economics and, um, you know, different things like that in, in, in the social sciences that are included in that um but there was a bit in there about identity right and that that kind of you know when i, when I was thinking about this looking around at other people uh, looking at social media seeing what they have and what you don't seem to have and um and kind of how that seems to maybe reinforce class identity you know in, in our society at the moment if you're looking at somebody else constantly on these glamorous holidays and wearing all these brand new clothes or driving new cars or whatever it is, you know, and you can look at yourself and go, well, why can't I have that? You know, and then 
but maybe you wouldn't have been thinking about that so much if you hadn't seen what appears to be so many other people living their lives in that way, right? So there was a little bit about class identity. Well, identity, um, so I'm, I'm looking at a, a chapter here, uh, chapter one from the uh, Understanding Social Lives book, part two. Uh, and it's a, a lady called Stephanie Taylor um, who has written this chapter. And, um, you know, she's just writing about identity and saying how identity rests upon uh, how you perceive yourself as well as how others perceive you. And, uh, and then she goes on to describe class identity and the definition given on uh, page 16 here of this, um, published in uh, 2014, just to get the little reference in there. So, uh, classifies uh, class identity as a group or collective identity that links economic inequality and social differences, including superior or inferior status and differences of family background and lifestyle. So that thing about class identity and, and how you classify yourself or how other people classify you resting on judgments of inferiority and superiority, well, kind of makes me think that you know, when you're looking around at social media and seeing all these people supposedly, uh, you know, on holiday constantly or, uh, you know, always wearing the brand new thing or always immaculately turned out and always smiling, um, you know, that can make you feel a bit down on yourself. You know, I won't say that I'm exempt from that, you know, of course, you know, there, there are times when you look at that and go, geez, what am I doing wrong? You know, so, you know, this kind of thing can result in, in, in you having a negative identity where you devalue yourself, where you feel inferior because you don't have all these pictures to put up on, on Instagram or maybe you're not always smiling. And, you know, believe me, I'm sure that the people who you see on Instagram or whatever other social media platform um, it may be that you're on, when you see them smiling in all those pictures, it's, you know, you, those people inevitably can't smile constantly they they'll have arguments with people they love they will you know be confronted by by grief and um you know have issues with their jobs or or whatever else you know and aches and pains don't think that you know yoga teachers and whatever other fitness instructors don't have aches and pains and we don't walk around in a in a state of zen you know all the time so I think it's important to recognize that that's not really the real world that, you know, that's so looking around at, at these idealized kind of versions of, of people around you is not really healthy for us. Um, you know, and I have to say that a few people recently have spoke to me about um, how it seems to be, well, there there's, seems to be so many young people um, who are, who are dying by suicide, and, you know, and we don't say, or, or you know, the, 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 in current thinking, you know, it, it's said that we shouldn't say commit suicide anymore because that comes from um, a place of seeing suicide as being a sin, right? Um, but, you know, there seems to be that amongst young people more 
and um, it's something that some of my friends have talked to me about. It's something that seems to be particularly uh, an issue with amongst young men in Northern Ireland, and you know, there's a whole history of um, conflict and trauma there um, that could feed into to to that as well as you know uh, the the not great situation in terms of um you know politically and jobs there so but look you know i think that it's important to talk about this i'm not an expert in in, in this in any by any means i'm just a person who you know has been spoken to about um this issue and if i'm going to do a podcast i'm not going to talk about things that don't matter i guess what's the point in me coming on here and i don't know talking about my favorite color or something i think that really i'm going to try and you know i want to try and talk about things that matter and really try and get a connection to people and this is something that matters to me and and people come and talk to me about this as well and if we can just raise awareness of the things that are in place to help people then i think that's a good idea so at this point i just want to 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 point out that i've you know gone onto the nhs website and um the advice that they give on there for for people if they are feeling like they want to end their lives um i'm going to give out some numbers here and just in case anybody listening to this uh, that, that's relevant to them you know so if you're feeling suicidal you feel like you you want to end your life you know it's they say on the website there's loads of organizations that you can contact it's important um to talk to someone you trust you, you can go to the samaritans the samaritans number this is these are uk numbers and if you're listening in a another country you know you can you can uh, do a search online for um organizations who are there for people who are feeling suicidal but in the uk at least you, you have the samaritans and the number to contact them on is one one six one two three uh, you know, uh, there's the campaign against living miserably, which is, um, you know, goes into an acronym for uh, CAM, C A L M, for and that's for men specifically, um, and that's you know the number for that organisation is oh eight hundred five eight five eight five eight. That's oh eight hundred five eight five eight five eight. And you know, if you're listening to this and you know, if you are feeling that way or you know someone who is, you know, stop listening to the podcast and go and have a look maybe on this for the advice online and contact people who are experts on this because I'm not. I'm just a person talking about this from the point of view of someone who, you know, cares and who, and who is concerned by it. And, you know, I maybe don't know more about it than, than you do. Um, but if we don't talk about it then it doesn't get talked about right so anyway there's different organizations we'll give it a few names of other ones there there's uh, an organization called papyrus for those under 35 there's Childline for for uh, children obviously under 16 um the other options are you can call your gp you can call the 111 non-emergency line number um you can contact your mental health crisis team if you have one and or if you've harmed yourself, and this is again from the NHS website's advice, if you've harmed yourself, call 999 or go straight to A&E, right? Or get someone else to call 999 or, or take you to A&E. Okay, so I just wanted to get that out there and obviously give the advice from people who know much better than I do about this stuff. But 
I'm just trying to figure out in my head and and communicate with with you listening. Um, you know that that there might be something in this. You know that all this kind of being bombarded with images of people who have lives that seem to be much more glamorous than yours. Um, I think that maybe makes us start to devalue ourselves. It can be reinforcing of a of a of a sense of class, and again, going back to that definition of what class is, class the the, the concept of class rests on ideas of inferiority and superiority, right? And so, if you're looking at these things and you don't have holidays, you know, every other week and brand new clothes every other week, you know, you might be feeling like that devalues you, right? But if you hadn't seen all that stuff, would you care about it? Do you really need to be going on holidays all the time? You know, do you really need to be wearing brand new clothes all the time? I mean, I haven't bought new clothes in ages. To be honest, most of my clothes come from, you know, my nephews who are who are fully grown now, and they give me their hand me downs because you know they're they're much more into fashion and everything than I am, and and I'm happy with that, you know. So if you have uh, family members who can give you some more clothes if they're um you know that you want their hand-me-downs you know there's no shame in that take them um but how does this relate to to yoga right i'm trying to make this podcast about everyday yoga right um well for me just coming into a yoga class and switching your phone off for an, an hour or however long the class is can help to to recharge you to get you out of the way of being plugged into that system where you're you know you're you're constantly feeling pressured to to act up to the camera and present new things and you know have the best new phone or whatever it is your best new car I don't know whatever you know just coming into a class and unplugging yourself and that it seems to me like Matrix that movie's like a documentary now you know that kind of part where Keanu Reeves just got his he unplugs himself from the the whatever it is just plugged into the back of his head and then you hear that you know that kind of unplugging moment I feel a little bit like that when I go into a yoga class and I'm hoping that, that that's what 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 maybe your yoga class can provide for you, you know, a space to unplug from all that stuff outside. And then, you know, the stuff that doesn't matter, that superficial stuff to recharge, if you like, you unplug from all that stuff to recharge yourself properly instead of being drained and dragged into that social media world. Um, Through the breath, you recharge through the breath and known in yoga as, as prana the, you know the or you want to call it the key or the chi and depends on the culture that you're from and um you know it's the vital energy that that surrounds you right what are you breathing if you don't breathe there's no movement no movement there's no life so breathe and that's a big part of the yoga philosophy and you know we hear people talking about one breath at a time one day at a time you know, taking things step by step. When you feel overwhelmed by by stuff, you know, just do the next thing that you have to do. Do the next thing that you have to do. Um, and maybe that can help to kind of sift through all the rubbish in your head that... that or it doesn't have to be rubbish, but just, just being overwhelmed by, 
by too much information, by too many demands, by, by, you know, what you're looking at and thinking there's too many things that I don't, I don't have that, that everybody else or, you know, the majority of other people have. Sit down and just be with what you do have in that breath in that moment and, you know, just through taking a nice big deep breath in and just watching the breath come in and observing that and then just watching the breath go out. You can, if you close your eyes, you know, find some space inside and, you know, it might sound fluffy if you haven't done it before, but it's worth trying it. You know, what have you got to lose by, by trying this, right? You can you start to appreciate what you have and, and learn to shift your focus away from what you don't. And that shift of focus is a kind of shift of mindset. And it's about shifting, moving things around, maybe to kind of change your perspective. That's a big part of what yoga is about as well. And when a thing seems like there's kind of, you know, no way out from, from something or somewhere or away from someone, you know, I guess if you change your perspective, you can see different angles, you know. You could even think about an analogy of trying to take a shot when you feel snookered and in snooker or pool, you know, when you're stuck and you can't see the angles. But if you move around the table, if you change your perspective, then you can see what you need to hit, where you need to go to get to the next place. It might not be a straight line to it, but you'll get there, right? And so, I don't know. I think that makes sense to me and hopefully it does to you anyway. But look... Essentially, what I'm trying to say is the everyday yoga bit, you know, when you're, the bit that's come from this book on power yoga by Beryl Bender Birch, where she says, you know, looking around at where other people are at is not going to help you because you're taking your focus away from what you're doing, from what you're trying to achieve. And also looking at somebody else doing something, it might look good for them, but just because it looks good for them doesn't mean it's going to feel good for you doing the same thing. So just because you have a brand new car, you have new clothes, you know, you have a, a, a beautiful other half or whatever it is, um, doesn't mean that you're going to be happy. You can have all those things and be miserable, right? So, you know, take some time out for yourself. Maybe try a yoga class. Don't have to go to a yoga class even just after you switch this off, you know, you can even have pause here and just close your eyes and, Take a nice big deep breath in and hold that for, you know, breathe in for two and then hold that breath for two and then breathe out for two and then hold that for two and then just repeat that a few times. And if it feels like it's too much work, you know, back off, take a rest and then try again. Um, and just doing that slows down the body, slows down. It switches you from the fight, flight, or freeze mode where you're, you know, when you're looking at that social media, you think, I gotta work, work, work to get this stuff, 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 you know. Um, and that puts you in fight, flight, or freeze mode where you feel like you have to be acting, acting, acting on high alert all the time. But if you can stop and just take some time out, and you can switch yourself from that fight, flight, or freeze mode to rest and digest mode. And then that starts, that's like your internal housekeeping where, you know, you change yourself on a cellular level. The cells you're starting to produce start to then heal, right? And, and actually maybe even break down stuff inside of you that's, that's infected or, or, or needs to be removed and can remove stuff from you. So 
just by doing that then your body starts to process things differently right you'll start to feel a wee bit better in your body okay and then the hormones that can be released that help you to digest and release stuff you don't need can feel better and when you feel better about yourself in that way then you know the good mood hormones the endocrine system the the system in the body that produces the hormones that need you need to produce to maintain homeostasis and not have you on that kind of in that fear mode the whole time you start to feel a bit more secure in yourself and maybe you start to feel like okay well maybe what i have right now is enough maybe being safe and you know relatively warm is enough and maybe it's even more than enough maybe it's brilliant so okay so look um you know maybe that was a bit of a ramble but uh, i'm hoping that i got across what i was trying to say you know give your brain a break sometimes from the overstimulation from mindlessly scrolling through the social media and practice a little bit of mindfulness where you're you know you're watching the thoughts come without the distraction of more stuff coming in to try and process you can begin to at least acknowledge what's on your mind and then you can decide whether to engage with that if it's something that's productive or let it go if it's something destructive so maybe look within at least sometimes instead of always looking around you not what other people have yeah all right so i think that's a good place to finish off but i just want to finish off again just you know suicide is is a, is a, a thing if you've been affected by that it's a massive thing right whether that's something that you've been you know if you've felt suicidal before and you know i have no issue in saying that i have felt suicidal at various points in my life and you know it, it's been to do with with not feeling good enough it's been to do with um not feeling like I'm, i have enough money or you know um that i can see a way out for myself financially from underneath you know uh, i don't know credit cards and payments and so on like that and not getting the work that i wanted to not getting the job that i wanted to you know feeling satisfied with all there's loads of things that can that can kind of lead to that right but you have to start i guess for me what it was was starting to value myself a bit more and what i can do and what i have as opposed to to what i don't have and stop comparing myself to somebody else so look i'm not an expert on this I'm not going to claim to be just a person a bloke talking about my experiences of it you know how i dealt with it and how yoga has helped me to deal with it and um you know if you've been affected by any of the stuff that I've been talking about um with regards to to suicide then you know there's the NHS website go visit that there's loads of information on there about people you can contact who will know a lot more about it than I do who can give you much better advice maybe than I can you know um if you haven't got access to that uh, you can talk to your gp you can call the 111 non emergency number talk to someone you trust again this is the nhs website advice on if you're feeling suicidal or like you want to you know uh take your own life you know you can contact your mental health crisis team if you have one and if you've harmed yourself 
you know, call 999 or go straight to A&E. This is on the NHS website or, you know, get someone else to call 999 or take you to, to A&E. But I hope that's not something that, you know, anybody listening has to deal with. But you have to be realistic about things and understand that people face challenges in their lives and, you know, try and just be nicer to yourself. Try not to judge yourself so harshly, you know. Try to be nicer to yourself first of all, and then it's easier to be nice to other people. Or nicer, right? And when you start to do that, then you find that gets reflected back to you, and hopefully, anyway. All right, well, look, hope you've enjoyed this, and, um, you know... Have a little look around as well as within and, you know, start to appreciate the things. Even if you're looking outside and you're seeing grey clouds, well, you know, have a look at how majestic it is, really. Like, how spectacular the sky can look whenever you have those grey clouds over, you know. And when the light just comes through sometimes, um, you wouldn't get that. You know, you would... I mean, just as I say that, the grey clouds of parted a little bit and a bit of sun has shone in through the window um you know and, and i don't know those little reminders of, of the fact that you know things come and things go dark times come dark times can go as well you can think of those dark times like the clouds right clouds aren't always there they might be there for seems like forever sometimes but you know Moments pass, whether they're good or bad. And that's a big thing about the yoga philosophy as well. It talks about that, you know, appreciating the moment. Because whatever moment you're in right now, whether it's good or bad, it's going to pass. If it's bad, then take courage from that and know that it's not going to be this way always. You're not alone. There's people there to help you, people who love you, and there are other people who feel the way that you are feeling right now. If they're not feeling that way right now, there are people around you who have felt that way. So talk to people, right? Don't be on your own. Don't think you're on your own. And If it's a good moment, appreciate that, right? Take this moment. Really take it. And you might even want to hit pause on the podcast and just take a breath and breathe it all in and absorb it, Right? Okay, well, I'm going to leave it there. Um, again, my name's Brendan, Brendan Murphy. Uh, my company is Shanti Warrior Yoga. If you want to find out more information about me, look up Shanti Warrior Yoga, Brendan Murphy. Um, you'll find me on all of those social media platforms that I was talking to you about, which, you know, I've been dissing a little bit, which is maybe a bit hypocritical, but, you know, it's like anything else. There's good and there's bad and in the things that we have and it's the way that we use them. I think that that's um that makes a difference, okay? Alright, so much love and uh thank you very much for listening.